0: Oh, wait, no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. BadBit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest, and all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to the show wherever you find your podcasts or on YouTube at the Trophy Room channel. And if you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Toss us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PSTrophyRoom. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir?
1: Doing pretty great. Yeah. Been doing nothing but just sitting on the couch playing games the past few days, being very lazy, not contributing at all to society as a normal functioning human would normally be expected of. Yeah. But you know what? It is what it is. Well, I mean, you're enjoying a <laughs> your Memorial Day break. I mean, I haven't worked in a year and a half, Joe. There's, it's come a point where there's like a long weekend. It's been a long year and a half already. It's been a really long three day weekend for both of us. Yeah. I don't think I can enjoy a long weekend during the current season.
0: Dude, I definitely did. You know, my best friend came yet again. That's awesome. And yeah, we were able to have a nice little like Memorial Day barbecue. It was nice. If we all social distance as we all should still. And yeah, I had a great time, man. It was, it was awesome to, again, we're, get, we're getting there. We're getting to what is reminiscent of normal, and I'm really digging it. Um, we can actually start making plans again, which is nuts.
1: Well, I might go back to the movie theater next week, I'm thinking.
0: That's what we were also thinking as well. I'm like, you know what? Maybe Fast and the Furious is when we go back maybe that's mm. maybe we'll watch that to get like comfortable again i'm thinking also quiet place too
1: yeah that's quiet place two and spiral are the two that i want to see really bad
0: yeah and, th- and those are like only in theaters because son of a gun
1: yeah
0: that's why i'm really happy that they like they announced black widow like a few months ago when things weren't looking too great you know because now they would have definitely forced us to go see that in a theater and I yep. don't know about you, but I'm comfortable. Like I am so comfortable watching stuff at home now. And oh like, yeah, for I'm sure. I do this theater. I got this TV. That's good enough. I mean,
1: me. theater is pretty great, Joe. Sure. I will always take theater over not watching a movie in the theater. But like sometimes I'm lazy. I just want to sit on my couch. Like I've done all <laughs> the last week yeah. and months and But year. you know,
0: here's the thing: when I'm in a theater, my paranoia is someone's gonna sit next to me. Uh, and I like to be comfortable. I like to have my arms out, my legs spread, sure. everything. <laughs> you know,
1: everything. So-
0: I like to watch it in the nude. Like, it just like get away from me. Yeah. You so, pop the
1: armrest, you lay down, exactly. You, you prop your head up with your arm, and you're you're modeling. And then like the someone has to walk
0: in front of you, like, oh, sorry, excuse me. I'm like, dude, come on, I paid eighteen dollars for this. I don't know how much tickets are anymore. It's like, you know what? Maybe, maybe I'm not, I'm not comfortable yet. Going back into sure. the theater, and not mentioning sure. But, Kyle, listen, talk about theaters and all this stuff. Sure, it's all great, all dandy. Things are getting back to normal. But you know what's not normal? The news that dropped this week regarding PlayStation. We not were even going.
1: Week. Hours ago.
0: Hours ago. <laughs> Literally, I wrote the notes. I started writing the notes for the show in the morning at, at 8. I got done with it by noon. And then at 1 o'clock, I had to throw everything out and start a completely new show notes just for one blog post from playstation themselves we're going to be talking about how the next god of war and gran turismo 7 will be coming out will be delayed till 2022 and will also be cross-gen between ps4 and ps5 we're going to be talking about playstation's transparency when it comes to horizon's release date and how they're targeting holiday but may not hit it this year, and may also be delayed till 2022, we're going to be talking about what Ben Studios may be working on, more PlayStation games coming to PC, and as well as Team Asobi officially joins PlayStation Studios, and much, much more. But before we get into all of that, we do have just a little tiny bit of housekeeping. So first and foremost, as of recording, we're recording this on pride month. Um, and to celebrate, we have launched our pride line of shirts. Um, so with that said, all profits proceeds go towards the Trevor project. Uh, we're trying to raise as much money as we can. So the shirts, their designs are absolutely amazing. De Niro Primero outdid himself here. Go check it out. Link down below. Again, everything goes to your great cause, The Trevor Project. We'll talk about them much uh, much later in the show. And last but not least, this is the last chance to rate us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and for it to count to our Ratchet & Clank, a Rift Apart giveaway that's happening next week. So make sure if you're listening to this and you have an Apple account, Go ahead, rate us five stars over there. Give us your Twitter at handle, and you're counted in to the raffle. And with that, I'd like to thank our patrons over at Patreon.com/slash/PSTrophyRoom, our returning uh, patron Griffin West, our Platinum producers Todd Berowitz, too soon, and our Gold members Chaotic Monkey, Gavin Goffrey, Griffin West, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master Red, and Metal Kirby. I want to thank our Silver Plus members Hide indoors, Marcus O'Neill. Oh. It's just Ray, JB the Purple Monkey, J D S Font Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Robbie Bobby Miller, and Awesome Dave. Thank you all for your patronage. Every dollar goes back to making us look so good, sound so great, and it's the reason why this show keeps going every week. So thank you all so much for your patronage. But that's enough of me yapping, Kyle. It's time to square up possibly the biggest news this year.
1: So, Sony believes in generations, actually, huh? This comes from Herman Hulst himself over on the PS blog. Head of PlayStation Studios shares insight into what's to come. Herman Hulst went on a QA and a on the future of PlayStation Studios and lent some light on PlayStation's plans for its upcoming games and franchises on the PS5 as well as the PS4. When talking about delays, here's what Herman had to share. So we have currently two very big, very narrative-driven games in development. Horizon Forbidden West, and the next God of War. And for both of those, they're frankly affected by access to performance capture and talent. For Horizon, we think we are on track to release this holiday season, but that isn't quite certain yet, and we're working as hard as we can to confirm that to you as soon as we can. And for God of War, the project started a little later, so we've made the decision to push that game out to next year to ensure that Santa Monica Studio can deliver the amazing God of War game that we all want to play.
0: So a lot just there in one paragraph but horizon is aimed for this year this holiday and they're being transparent with us they're saying it may not hit because mm. of the global panorama that we're in and that god of war as well will not be hitting 2021 which is something we all expected
1: yeah yeah this yeah, came yeah. to
0: no surprise none of us thought this was coming out this year even when they announced it we all excited and yeah. like No way this hits. This is It hurts my
1: fantasy critic team, but you know what? It's totally fine. You're
0: right. Oh, eat it, Kyle. Eat it. Oh,
1: my God, Joe. You should look at those settings. I'm kicking your ass. Am I being
0: buried? Oh, shit.
1: You're at negative seven points, I believe.
0: Negative seven? Oh, it's rigged. Anyway, (laughs) that said, God of War not coming out this year. It's a bit of a bummer. But Famous Seamus writes in via Discord like you can too. Link down below in the description. He says, with God of War now delayed. How much of an impact do you think this will have on PlayStation's holiday plans? I don't think it has any impact on their holiday plans, because nope. I don't think this was ever even in the cards for this game coming yeah. out this holiday. It's
1: right? the horizon that will impact the holidays plans if that gets delayed at, at this point, because I... When they had that teaser for Ragnarok and it said 2021, that blew all our minds because that was felt way too soon. Yeah. Uh, three years after the last game. Um, and I, I feel like Corey didn't start riding on it until probably late 2019, maybe mid-2019. Um or maybe even who knows, but like I, I, I think that was very bullish on them to even target 2021. Mm-hmm. The thing that will affect them though is if Horizon Forbidden West gets delayed to next year, because then there is a big gap. Right. Depend, they might have some surprises in whatever their E3 presentation is, if they have one. Mm-hmm. Um, but Horizon is the big tentpole, major PlayStation experience later this year. So if that gets delayed, then they're in trouble when it comes to holiday.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think, I think Horizon was always the one to watch. Not so much God of War. That said, Ace of the Five Star Man writes in via Twitter, just like you can too if you follow us at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. They say, why do you think Sony ever announced that God of War would come out this year? Surprising, or sorry, seemingly every game insider or journalist thought it would be impossible. Could it have been pressure from Sony wanting a big holiday release? I think this was Sony wanting us to get hyped for the future rather than anything. Just to show you, oh, we don't just have Horizon, we don't just have a Spider-Man game, but we have God of War here as well, and it's coming out soon. So get excited. I think it was more to draw out hype. What do you think, Kyle?
1: Yeah, I think it was definitely to build the hype even more for the PlayStation 5. Um they I felt like they wanted to have a bunch of PlayStation mascots in there. Um a big tent poles at that cuz they had Miles and Spider-Man, they had Demon Souls, mm. they had Aloy, they had Sackboy why not get another major PlayStation mascot in Kratos and just like not even seeing him, but just teasing them with the music and whatnot, get the hype going for next year. Um, I think it would have been awesome if it hit this year. I think honestly, it would have been a really good shot for it to hit if we weren't in this... Hellhole of the world state, actually. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think if you if if you go to any gaming journal, <laughs> that's their insult that people are throwing out <laughs> nowadays. But like you know, a lot of people with their their ear to the ground will tell you that depending on when this game was in development is how delayed this game's going to be. So you have games that are you know being delayed by six months, which I think mm-hmm. that's what Ratchet's case was, and maybe probably with Horizon as well or eight months or even upwards to a year, depending on the situation in the area in which they live. Japanese developers are suffering more so than Western developers, just because of how their development cycles are and how they run their businesses are more personal based. So for us, it's, it's been a little easier. That's why you're seeing people like from software suffer, But yeah, I don't think this was ever even in the cards for a holiday release. If anything, maybe it was supposed to be a spring 2023 um, little surprise. But yeah, now this is how we know we have a huge, huge show on our hands because we got still so many lists of questions. This one on just this topic alone, the 85 Marauder writes in via Discord They say, hey, guys, I just found your podcast not long ago and really dig your vibe. Well, thank you. I dig you. Thanks. So thank you for all you do. For my question, do you think it's still important for Sony slash Microsoft slash Nintendo to have a big holiday release? I feel like the PS4 never had a big holiday release because their games kept getting pushed back to the following year. But the PS4 still sold exceptionally well. If I was a betting man, I'd say Horizon Forbidden West releases February 2022, where it doesn't have to compete with COD, Battlefield, Pokemon, etc. Even looking back at the biggest PS4 games, most of them release in the spring or the summer. What are your thoughts? Can I go here, Kyle? Permission? Uh, I think Marauder, I think you're 100% on the money here. Like, I don't necessarily think Sony or PlayStation needs a big holiday game. When you take a look at what they're coming out with in the next few months, like, you know, you you have games like uh loop like um oh my god, Bridge of Spirits, kina Bridge of Spirits, right? You're going to have the marketing deals with Far Cry 6, which we'll talk about later in Call of Duty. So like they don't necessarily need a game in the holiday season. I think it's a a thing that they want because they want something to package with PlayStation 5s that will be on hopefully the shelves. By sometime at the end of this year, I think that's that's why they want this game to hit in holiday. But I don't think it's a absolute necessity just because we're taking a look at like Miles Morales' sales and every time there's a PS5 refresh, that game's going with a console. So I don't know. What are you, what are your thoughts on this Kyle?
1: Yeah, it's it's odd because I always think of a holiday season of in my case Christmas time. Yeah getting new games, right? And there being a big push for, for these new games to come out to be underneath the tree in under stocking or grandma lucky enough to pick up the right game at the store and give it to you on Christmas and not another game I for different so system. I was so confused between Series <laughs> X and Series S. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so I, I think it's still important for them to have a a decent holiday release schedule or something mm-hmm. to have there. But I don't know if it's as important as it used to be. And yeah. he made a good point of uh, Marauder asking, like, what has PlayStation put out in the holiday season? So I'm trying to find it's not like a some launch big
0: game, right?
1: That's it, not at launch, and I'm trying to think like God of War was was Mar- March, March, April, April twentieth, April. Right now. Yep, Yolo like horizon february as well horizon february uncharted may last of us may
0: spider-man counts because it's in the september window sure uncharted 3 was in november uncharted 3 was in november so it's really like spider-man a while yeah the spider-man's top, the latest Spider-Man was one september. Comes out, yeah yeah comes come,
1: until comes dawn ahead. maybe october but that's not like a huge thing now i thought until dawn was august Oh, maybe I remember I hating always, my life at because it's because it's I spooky. I was thinking like maybe yeah. it was more towards that time, but well, here's
0: the question that I think a lot of people want to get to. Okay, because we talk about is this a necessity for for PlayStation to hit this year? I would love it to happen because we loved Horizon's uh, vertical slice that they showed us in the previous episode. If you haven't listened to it, I think you should. Uh, Metal Kirby writes in via Discord. They ask, I'm sitting here in the doctor's office. I hope you're okay, Metal Kirby. Same. And my only question is this. Why the hell is God of War on PlayStation 4 2? When does cross-gen games like this and Horizon stop catering to last-gen? And that question... So powerful, Kyle. So powerful. It activated the winner gamer. And they write in, Why are people so insistent on games only being on PS5? As a business stance, the more hands that you get on the game, the more money goes into Sony's pockets, which they go to make more games that you want. Am I crazy here? Or am I the sane one? So we have two, two fans, two different opinions here. Mm -hmm. Kyle, where do you stand on this? Because rumor has it before, oh, this game is only PS5. This is going to really show the power of the PlayStation 5, whatever. And you got the other stance of like, nah, it's on PS4 too. It's got an install base of 100 million. Uh, PS5s are still selling, either though you can buy these games on the PS4. So like, it's not stopping us. So who cares? We we
1: we see that game scale, right? I don't know what. Where do you stand on this, Kyle? Oh my god, I am so in with Winter Gamer on this one. I I don't see the big deal that it also has a PS4 counterpart. Point. I think you put it very uh, well on Twitter today when you were talking about, or you put out the tweet like. Everyone forgot like what Horizon looked like on PS5 last week when we saw it. How beautiful and gorgeous it looked. Who cares if it's on PS4? That is the PS5 version. When you look at Miles Morales, was that game not gorgeous and played and, played and ran super well on PS5 with the PS5 version? It absolutely did. That takes nothing away from the PS4 version. I, I think having both versions is totally fine. Mm-hmm. It makes total sense from a business standpoint. It doesn't hurt us. Because whether or not you don't have a PS5 yet, you're lucky enough to be able to play the game on your PS4 if you have that. Or if you're one of the lucky ones that has gotten their hands on a PS5, you get a PS5 experience with one of a major Sony franchise. I don't see the issue here whatsoever.
0: Yeah, I so listen, I think I was in Metal Kirby's camp a long time ago when you know Jim Ryan fed us the lie of like we believe in generations.
1: Obviously, he should that not have was- said that. I'll be one hundred percent should not have said that if this was the plan all along.
0: Yeah, because that, that you straight up lied to us. There's no ifs, <laughs> ands, or buts. Like PlayStation, done fibbed, and they really didn't need to. They could have taken the same stance of, of of Xbox, going, "Hey, listen, we have like this two year plan. You know, you, you could go get a Series X and Series S. We want you to do that, but you know, don't don't break a leg. Don't worry, we got you. You know, mm-hmm. if you're in this ecosystem, whatever the case may be." They could have just said, yeah, we're the same. We're going to slowly transition from PS4 to PS5. But no, it seems like they're just like, we want to sell a buttload of consoles ASAP. So let's let's tell them this little fib. People won't mind once they get the consoles in their hands. They'll start experiencing some of these games like Returnal and Ratchet. And people won't care at the end of the day. But I think that line is biting them in the ass because you get people like Metal Kirby rightfully so going, yo, I just bought a PS5 what why why am i being held back he said you believe in generations what's the deal and then you also have people like winter gamer having this conversation of like well how much is this game actually going to change right like look i played returnal it's an amazing game but it it did not change the way i game right like i did not see the face of god while playing this game and understand you know how this game is, is so different than a a previous gen game. I think it's an amazing Mm -hmm. game. Don't get me wrong. It's currently my game of the year right now, but in terms of like, Oh my God, like, you know, this is next gen. It's doing that, but in the sense of like the Dual Sense controller and the way that controller feels, and the fast loading, just like with Miles Morales. My biggest thing is like how fast that game loads. It's instantaneous. You know, the Dual Sense controller is so revolutionary. So I think that's how they're getting. Sixty is a
1: game changer on that game. On that game.
0: Yeah. So I understand the frustration, and I feel like people absolutely have a right to be upset if. You bought a PS5 thinking that this was the case, and at the same exact time, you have a right to say, eh, it's not a big deal. I'm really enjoying what my PS5 is offering, or hey, I'm a PS4 owner, and I still have some time with this console, which is
1: great. It, Yeah, it'd be 100%. I'd be singing a different story completely, Mm -hmm. a different song, if the next God of War or or Horizon for Ridden West is a PS4-only game. Right. And while PS PS5 has been a thing for a year now, I'd be way more upset, and I would be in Metal Kirby's camp if that was the case. Where there's only a PS4 version, and the PS5 version will come out maybe a year later or, or mm-hmm. whatnot. Like that is where I would get upset. But the fact is, there are two separate versions there. Right. So depending on what system you have, you get the the version that goes with the system. Like mm-hmm. it's. It just makes sense to me, and I, I I don't see what the the big hoopla is about being upset over it. Honestly, yeah. it's uh, I you're I willing understand to get the, the game hoopla. either way. People, oh, I I really don't, Joe. I'll be completely okay. honest with you. Mm-hmm. I just it, are people forgetting what we got on PS4 last year. Ghost? Last was Part 2? I mean, it's true. I mean, we got some bangers, you know? Uncharted 4? I used the B-word. I, the B word. I, mean, I that broke was the rule. You did. Uh, Uncharted 4 was wasn't last year, but that game still looks and runs beautifully on a yeah. PS4 system. Yeah. So is it all that bad that it would get a PS4 version of these games? No, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. I see your point.
0: I, I definitely do. Again, but if you were sold on the fact of, like, this is... This is it. This is like the end. The, here's the here's the stopgap, and everything else, you know, is PS5 from here on out. I, I get why you're a bit bummed. I definitely it just, do. It also, just feels like we're. Yeah, I don't ahead. like how our community is making me fall into the trap of saying the B word like that. I apologize <laughs> for the rest of the sane audience. Don't apologize. Honestly, if you want to cancel me because of it, I
1: totally understand get your triple a banger also in the shirt (laughs) store right now Um, (laughs) let's talk about the next point here just real quick this this is sounding a whole lot like what we preach on here is don't look for validation for your purchase Mm. like you bought it love what you bought and 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 love what you love kind of thing don't Don't look for that constant validation from other people and other business practices to validate how you spend your money. You spent your money in a PS5. Be happy with what they get in PS5 version.
0: Yeah, like, spend money on
1: an Xbox Series. I hope you have the, a blast with it. Exactly. Don't yeah. look for. Don't look for a. Don't look for something to tell you you made a good decision. Yeah. Be happy with what you got and, and enjoy it with the, however you enjoy it. Like absolutely, it's totally fair. Yeah. <sighs> Next part. What a pregnant pause. I'm keeping that in there. Good. good. Uh, This massive PS blog post from Herman Hulse. When asked what the PS4 plays in development of these games. Hold on. Let me back that up a second. (laughs) When asked what the PS4 plays in in development. This is a
0: mess up on their behalf. I did not write this part. Yeah. (laughs) What PS4 games are in development, I think, is what they wanted to say.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When asked what the PS4. No, no, no. It's, it's correct. The Capitals would throwing me off. Oh, yeah. they're, they're asking for what role the PS4 plays in development oh. of the games. And Herman stated the following. it very much is you can't build a community over 110 million ps4 owners and then just walk away from it right i think that'd be bad news for fans of ps4 and frankly not very good business where it makes sense to develop a title for both ps4 and ps5 for horizon forbidden west the next god of war and gt7 we'll continue looking at that and if ps4 owners want to play that game then they can if they want to go on and play the PS5 version, that game will be there for them. That being said, it's also very important to have showpieces for PS5, hence the development of Returnal and Ratchet that are exclusive to PS5.
0: Mm-hmm. Kyle, what? It, it's kind of what we talked about a, a, a little bit yeah. ago. You can't mm-hmm. just say to the 110 million people that bought a PS4, regardless of if they bought it day one or they bought it yesterday. All right, Bye. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like those those consumers are still going to pay for these experiences. And I do again, I saw the light with Miles. I'll I'll eat crow when I said, Yeah, I believe a generation. So that has changed. Call me a hypocrite if you want. Whatever, I'll take the lump. But seeing this, it does make more sense of them going, okay, so let's do a year or two where we'll transition people over to the PS5. And once that that ownership goes we can start getting away from the ps4 tech i totally understand that part and when it comes to gta or sorry not gta gt7 Grand turismo 7 um this is now announced for the ps4 as well does that shock you more than god of war or it makes perfect sense to you
1: I mean, it does also make sense because of the player base, but I that does shock me. I thought that was going to be a PS5 exclusive only thing, like a yeah. showpiece, have a show showcase what the PS can do, PS5 can do for a racing game. Um, so that is interesting that they're also adding a PS4 version to that. Who knows if that game will even come out next year? Because GT and Polyphony Digital are notorious for very long development cycles, so who knows what happens with that. Um, yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm I, going along with what Herman said here. Um, I get it. I understand it. It makes yeah. sense. Uh, it, I think it'd be a little bit different, honestly, mm-hmm. if there were enough PS5s to go around in retail stores. Absolutely. I think because of the shortage, I think that cutoff of ps4 ps5 crossover would be moved up exponentially like it would we we might not have be having this talk of crush generation or people being upset because PS5 is more readily available to people but because of the shortage then people are getting a little bit upset because they can't even get their hands on the system
0: if I'm not mistaken G- GT7 makes complete sense you know we're not racing guys here so we don't no. understand mm-hmm. the appeal to Gran turismo but it is, if I'm not mistaken, either the second best or the best-selling PlayStation franchise just ever. Like, I just did a quick Google search. It sold over 80 million copies, the franchise, over its run. So this is a really important franchise of PlayStation and one where multiple console users are going to be purchasing this. So it makes sense if you want to hit the masses, just like how MLB Show hits the masses as well with PS4, PS5, and now with the Xbox One and Xbox Series consoles. So to me, that makes actually perfect sense, and I'm not that upset about that one bit. And maybe that's just because I'm not really...
1: I I don't really... Partake in the racing games. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's just a
1: yeah. Just a really quick Google search. This is PlayStation One. Yeah. So, but Gran Turismo is the best-selling PlayStation One game of all time with 10.8 million copies. <sighs> Final Fantasy VII is in second with 10 million. Then Gran Turismo Two is in third at 9.3 million. Damn. So that just goes to show just how mad that's nineteen. 19- that's over twenty million if you combine both of right. just Gran Turismo Wonderful. on PS One. Yeah,
0: That's
1: so nuts. it's a major IP for PlayStation. Yeah. So yeah, that makes even more sense for it to have be on PS Four as well. Absolutely, people are going to buy that game.
0: Hey Kyle, how about this next thing that Herman Hull says? You can read the whole thing for me.
1: Hey Joe, yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when asked about PS games coming to PC, Herman stated. We're still early on in our planning for PC, and Horizon Zero Dawn has been very successful. I think it shows there's an appetite from gamers outside the PlayStation ecosystem to experience the amazing portfolio of games that PlayStation fans have enjoyed for years. But I want to emphasize that PlayStation will remain the best place to play our PlayStation Studios titles at launch. But we do value PC gamers, and we'll continue to look at the right times to launch each game. Releasing games on PC will not come ever at the expense of building an exciting lineup of great console games.
0: So, a lot of people are looking at this quote uh, with, like, okay, so this is the start. Like, a lot of people think, like, okay, so they're going to wean us into a future where it will be day and date play, uh, PlayStation game launches on PlayStation and on PC. Mm-hmm. I look at that as, yeah, no duh. It's that, that, sure. that day's happening, you know, and they say that they're early on in planning for PC. So they're still laying the groundwork. Um, and it seems like at the moment, it is just legacy titles at this at this point in time. I don't know about you, Kyle. I wish they just ripped the Band-Aid off and go, hey, listen, here's our full transition plan for this. We're building this, this PC portion from the ground up again we i won't be a broken record here i have no problem with this whatsoever
1: yeah i i also not to go too far into it cuz we talk about it all the time um i have no problem with this either yeah. but i'm with you i wish it would just you know tell us right off the bat so that way we don't have to hear the twitterverse and, and <laughs> people complain about it yeah every other time this comes up every couple of months so like just just say it Herman, just say it, Jim Ryan. They're also coming to PC day and date in the future. Just like it is what it is, and it totally makes sense. So yeah. I'm not building
0: a PC to play PlayStation games. So don't worry Absolutely about it. Absolutely not. I'm not upset. No.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> all I I
0: don't. I every time I think I like about my playing Tall
1: Boy right here, yeah. so it's totally fine.
0: Yeah, every time I think about playing God of War on PC, I throw up. So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> See, so
1: yeah, just think about all the drivers you need to update and. Mm. Antivirus and firewall software, get out of here!
0: Mm-mm, I won't do get it. Get out
1: of here with that. Nope. Okay,
0: let's let's talk about some new IP coming out of Ben Studios, though.
1: Sure. Interesting. Interesting. Herman talks about uh, some new IP in this article as well. Ben Studio is working on a very exciting new IP that they're very, very passionate about. They're building on the deep open world systems that they developed with Days Gone. So I'm really happy for Ben Studio. Okay. So, I really feel like this
0: article is addressing everything Jason Schreier has said. I think a yeah. lot of this is a reaction to that as well.
1: It's very much a response.
0: Yeah. This is a new, again, looks like even with Days Gone being on PC, it's not enough to, or at, at this point at least, it's not enough for them to stop what they're doing with this new IP. It's cool that they say they're working with the systems from Days Gone with this very new cool. IP. You know what I would really want? And I, I know someone asked a question, what would you want this IP to be? I'm so sorry I'm not giving you credit, but I would love to see, like, an Alien, like, game. Not, like, Alien, the franchise, but, like, one where it's, like, hordes of aliens coming at you, and you have, like, maybe, like, mm. a giant mech or something, and you're just, like, just, you know, holding holding the line similar to that, like, of, like, an alienation almost, you know? I would love yeah, that. Yeah,
1: I, I... When I think of... When they're when Herman's talking about like deep open world systems, I'm not thinking the hordes. Oh really? Because I, I do think hordes are, are if they put hordes in this new thing, I feel like it's just gonna get the comparisons to another zombie game. Mm-hmm. So I what I think of when they he says open world systems also I love that Ben Studio is super passionate about it. That's awesome. I'm very happy about that. Um also, like again, he could just be saying that anyway, but Probably I'm is. gonna take. I'm gonna trust Herman here. Um, <laughs> I think of the way they did the story beats in mm. Days Gone, where you had multiple people that you can go see, and they each had their branching story arcs, and you can see the completion percentage of each thing. And some of like the the you you stumble across things in the world that lead to story stuff. Mm. Um, those are the kind of open world systems I'm thinking of, and possibly a new take on on the motorcycle mm. where that is like a character in itself and you have to worry about gas and make sure it's being upgraded so it can last longer. And right. So those are the kind of systems that I think of more than just another horde kind of mechanic. What if... And let's just get a little crazy here
0: because this is a game I always wanted to have as a kid but uh, my, my mother wouldn't let me have it. What if... It's a Dino Crisis remake. What if they're just like, "Hey, we talked to Capcom, they say it's all right.
1: Let's make a Dino Crisis game." I would love that, but it says new IP. Oh, uh, okay. Cuz I was also thinking like how do they uh, siphon filter open world? What?
0: Yeah. All right, so this is completely new. All right. Okay. But uh,
1: yeah, new IP, I don't know. Dinosaurs is not a but again, it's going to get comparisons to Horizon then. So like Oh,
0: true. True, 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 true. I, don't I know, just horde elements were my favorite part of of, of yeah, Days Gone.
1: I 100% get that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, how about this
0: AstroBot? And, yeah. and I'll, I'll fill in the blank here. Herman joked that this would not be the last time we see AstroBot, and it's not. Uh, as of just before recording this video or podcast, rather, um, PlayStation has come out welcoming uh, Team Asobi. As part of the worldwide studios, we talked about this when they announced Japan studios would be shuttering and that team Asobi would still remain. It looks like team Asobi is going to start growing here as well. Um, so they have a team. They're no longer working on tech demos. They're working on full-fledged experiences, family uh, focus experiences for PlayStation. Kyle. Kyle. What are, your, what are your first thoughts when you think of a Team Asobi game? Or, or Team Asobi now officially a PlayStation Studio?
1: Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm so stoked. I love what they did with, obviously, Astro's Playroom. Um, easily some of the best... I, it's, it does a disservice to describe it as, like, the best in-package game, but, like, it is one of the best platformers mm-hmm. that I've played in a very long time. Um, same thing with Astro's... Um Astro, Astro Rescue Bot mission yeah. on VR is also incredible. So they make fantastic platformers. I'm super excited for the future of what they can do, whether or not they lean heavily into that PlayStation history again and have Astro Bot with more PlayStation references here and there, or just a unique other platformer that isn't Astro Bot. Yeah. Maybe this is how we get like some old school classic PlayStation platformers back what mm. if they bring those back to the to life like Ape Escape mm. or um, or Gex Like, yes bring back Gex I love Gex as a kid ha- having a studio that is so ingrained in platformers like I think that brings up a lot of really cool possibilities of what yes. platformers we can get back whether it's a new thing um, or bringing something back from the dead I think yeah. it's very very cool
0: yeah, absolutely. Also, I want to give a shout out to ask uh, what not why. That was the question I forgot uh, about Ben's studio. What what you would like to see for them? Happy Pride Month to you, sir. Um, yeah, no, this I I get absolutely excited here. I'm gonna put my my fanboy tinfoil hat on. Uh, the last two AstroBot games better than some of the recent Mario stuff. There you go. I said it. I said what I said. I meant what I said. It's better than Mario Odyssey. Mario Odyssey wasn't that great, Kyle. And once we get over that hump, we're better people for it. Wow. You had New Dark City, and that was absolutely it. Everything oh else, the Lunch Kingdom, whatever they call it, uh-uh. No, the
1: Lunch Kingdom? No,
0: I don't fuck with Snackables. Ever since I was eight, I was over that shit. <laughs> I want to visit a kingdom all about it. Fuck that shit. I make once my we own got pizza. against...
1: Lunchables,
0: man. They're, it's it's bull crap. It's bull crap what? and they sell it for eight bucks and it's just like here's a like When was the last
1: time you saw the lun- saw a lunchable in the store? You can get eight. ten of those for ten dollars. They're a dollar each now. Then you got cheap parents
0: feeding their kids crap. <laughs> I don't wanna hear it. I don't wanna hear it. Yeah, lunchables are the best. Uh uh-uh. Dunkaroos, remember
1: those? Uh, they still have those
0: yeah those slab I'll yeah i mess with that any day of the week I
1: can't find the chocolate icing ones though nah. those are my favorite
0: nah. also we need to get over DiGiorno pizza guess what It's you definitely...
1: need to shut your mouth man <laughs> it's definitely <laughs>
0: fucking not delivery okay I know that for a fact You get, Yo, um, croissant the...
1: crust pizza from DiGiorno sure, is sure, sure. god tier DiGiorno hit me up don't, don't send Joe any pizza send me all the pizza please yeah please I don't want it it's garbage You're you're insane you're insane <laughs>
0: Unless you know what you want to sponsor us, I'll take everything back. Kyle. I'm only kidding. I like dessert. I like a good dessert I every mean, once in a while. I knew that would trigger you. <laughs> everything here sounds for the most part positive and transparent. It's just something that I wish PlayStation was from the start. Being this transparent. Like uh, them being honest, going, Hey, we're aiming for a holiday. It might slip. We don't know. Like I really dig that. I really dig them saying, "Hey, Bend is working on something else. Hey, we're welcoming a C O B in, you know. Like, hey, we're going to uh, you know embrace P C gamers. Like that's all awesome. This should have been from the uh, from from the from the get." And I really think at the end of the day, I understand people's frustration that is at Jim Ryan when he said he believes in generations. And I really think from this point on, Jim Ryan needs to not speak. I think he's done so far, so far a pretty good job. You know, there's no holes in the ship right now, but every time he start he talks, there's it's there's a gaff, there's a retraction or a clarification. Put out Herman there. He's a guy that we seemingly trust. He's a guy that has made these games, has relationships with these studios, has been doing this for decades. Bring him out here to talk. Let him be the face. You know, you see it with, like, Doug Bowser, right? The head of Nintendo America, and he's speaking for the company of Nintendo. So just bring out people that are not gaff machines, man. That's all I got to say at the end of the day. But, Kyle, my rant over. I want to talk about WB Games, something you're passionate about, and something that I think you're going to be very relieved by. So let's go for it.
1: Sarmina Khan over at PS Lifestyle writes, WB Games will now be part of Warner Brothers Discovery, a pure play content company. Following Warner Media's merger with Discovery, Discovery CEO David Zaslav has announced that WB Games will now be part of Warner Brothers Discovery, a pure play content company that also houses HBO, Warner Brothers Discovery, etc. A new company logo carries the slogan, quote, the stuff that dreams are made of, end quote. At the time of the merger's announcement, there were speculations that WB Games will be split in some way. However, it looks like the entire label is under the new banner, keeping its studios together. Quote, Warner Brothers Discovery will aspire to be the most innovative, exciting, and fun place to tell stories in the world. That is what the company will be about, Zaslav said in a press release. We love the new company's name because it represents the combination of Warner Brothers' fabled 100-year legacy of creative, authentic storytelling, and taking bold risks bold risks to bring the most amazing stories to life. With Discovery's global brand that has always stood brightly for integrity, innovation, and inspiration. There are so many wonderful, creative, and journalistic cultures that will make up the Warner Brothers Discovery family. End quote.
0: I want to first talk about this this new slogan
1: slogan yeah
0: the stuff that dreams are made of that's bad it's not great that i very generic it's that's the that is the most generic thing i've ever the stuff that dreams are made of what stuff what stuff pr guy (laughs) doofus that's what you are i'm very negative today (laughs) I'm very grouchy, and I just want people to know that if you're going to put out a slogan, I get it. This was a rushed thing. The merger seems very fast, but, like, you couldn't even just, like, five more minutes on a slogan? The stuff was dreams, that dreams are made of is the best you could do? Yeah. WB, you need to hire me immediately. I'll, just, I'll do what you couldn't. Kyle, are you are you happy, though? You know, we talk about the WB sale for over a year now. It seems like they're fine. Does this put your yeah. mind at ease, at least for now?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think it gives me a little bit more of a confidence that Rocksteady and Gotham Knights, the their projects will be totally fine and unaffected. Um, interesting what maybe Netherrealm is going to be doing now at E3 I had a prediction for Netherrealm which we'll get to next week but I I might change now that this merger is a thing mm. um yeah it's cool I, I'm I'm happy that they're still there I'm happy yeah. that they're not going to be at the moment I'm gonna knock on wood not be bought out by another major company whether Xbox or Sony or whatever and they stay third party so like I'm happy
0: yeah, I think we're going to start seeing a lot more expansion into video games from these major conglomerates, whether we will like it or not. Um, I, I just saw, I think Dark Horse uh, wants to start, like, licensing their IP out. I think they were talking Ooh. about making a Hellboy AAA game. So, like... Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I think the video game industry is only growing, and hopefully that growth doesn't mean just massive consolidations, but hopefully that means... Yeah, like studio, big companies are going to infuse uh, studios with a lot of cash to make some special games because I think what Disney and Marvel has shown is, and and WB, when you treat something with care, you know, people fans are going to buy that thing. And video games being the most most dominant uh, in sales wise of entertainment, there's no way more studios aren't going to try to jump on this on this gravy trend. I'm I'm very curious to see though how long they last because I do mm. think this is borrowed time. But we'll, ha- sure. we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Kyle, um, this week we saw Far Cry Six
1: uh, reveal.
0: Yeah, um,
1: I totally was on that live React stream. You, you that I totally were. didn't oversleep because my phone died.
0: <laughs> so what? We, what was your take overall on on watching Far Cry Six? Do you just think it's more Far Cry? Were you excited to see what you saw? Like, is there anything that spoke to you uh, from from Ubisoft? Um, <clears throat>
1: While it is more Far Cry, um, that's not a bad thing. I think I think it looks gorgeous. I love the setting. I think Far Cry is at its best when it isn't in Montana. Um yes. So I, I'm really, I'm really excited about where it is. What I'm really digging is the city and towns and whatnot that feel like they're they're occupied with mm-hmm. actual characters that you're going to interact with. Um, I'm super excited for that. The guns look cool. A little. Not the huge fan of the Macarena. Oh, <laughs> like really? Happening every time I shoot a CDR. At somebody. Okay. Is I mean, that gun has been in other Far Cry games, but the
0: Macarena gun itself, or just like it, playing the a disc
1: like CD kind of shooter type thing. I think there was a record shooter. I okay. think in Far Cry New Dawn, maybe. Right.
0: Now, is it because you're white and you may think it's a little offensive and stereotypical that they're shooting a Macarena? No, gun? it's just
1: I've lived through the Macarena and I don't want to relive it. We all lived That's through the it, man. Kind of that's where my issues with it. Are. Remember, we
0: got out of the Cold War. and It was like the Macarena happened. It was like, can we just enter back in this thing? Because <laughs> this might be the worst. I would say, Kyle, listen. As a Hispanic, I allow it. You could be excited sure. about the Macarena gun because I no. got, I, I, I had a huge laugh, and I'm hoping, like, I'm hoping, I don't know, like there's more discs of Spanish singers like the sure, Gypsy yeah. Kings are on there some if, merengue if every CDR Selena.
1: that you shoot is a oh man if every CDR you shoot is a different song yeah. I'd be totally okay with yeah. but every single time I have to listen to the Margarita no thank you
0: yeah I just I would I, I, I'd i have Selena playing and then my mother would burst through the door
1: Selena Selena, Selena. <laughs> yeah.
0: um dude I really dug this this reveal like I'm not a big Far Cry fan, like, not as much as you. I've I've only beaten Far Cry 5. I need to mm. actually give 3 a really good chance. And
1: 4. 4 is really good, too.
0: And 4. I just... I couldn't get into 4. I don't know. Something about the Himalayas. I don't like Elephants. I don't know. That's fair. They deserve to go extinct. I'm only kidding. Whoa.
1: <laughs>
0: but, like, for me, I actually really dug Primal and stuff. Um, but, like, I, I did not like 5 one bit. I did not like Mm -hmm. the Waco vibe that they tried to give off. I do not like the ending, like I was saying in in the live stream. Um, And as we're about to talk about as well, I like how they are tackling harder subjects here. Um, Like, you know, this Yara, the island of Yara is very much like they're putting the island of Cuba or the country of Cuba. Ah, uh, with the like you're entering this country that has been embargoed by the rest of the world for sixty plus years, same with Cuba. It's giving me also like Colombian or v- Venezuelan vibes as well. so I I like the vibes that, that that they're showing me. The one thing that I really liked is the protagonist actually talks this time.
1: yeah, so you that was something I, I was wanted to mention. It's not only you see your face, but they are like more part more a part of the story than I feel like most Far Cry games have been. Yeah. Like, in Far Cry 3 as Jason Brody, you're just some white douchebag tourist guy <laughs> yes. who's just like, why is this happening to me? Oh, because you're like, a trust fund just, baby prick. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not exciting at all. Right. Um, so, the fact that, yeah, that you get to see the character of, I believe it's Danny. Danny, yeah. And you can choose male or female, either mm-hmm. or, which I love. Um, and... Get to, like, you know, be more part of this story. Like, I'm very excited about that. I hope there's more third-person sections. Like, in that thing, like, she was walking around the town in third-person. I hope that's part of the game. Yeah. Even as dark as that might be. But, like...
0: Yeah, it gave me Mass Effect, like, Bioware vibes when you're sure. having like, conversations mm-hmm. with people that I really liked as well. I do like, too, the, like... It looks like we're getting away from the drugs, hopefully, because I always hated that, the the drug portions in Far Cry. Yeah. Not because I'm, like, sensitive or whatever. I just feel like it's always played out and drawn out and stupid. Mm -hmm. Where they, like, they're playing with the fact that this is a country that's been embargoed by the rest of the world for 60-plus years. So, of course, they have to scavenge and, like, hook just some of the wildest contraptions together to make things work. And you have this big giant backpack that's, like, a mortar fire, like, special ability. And, like, you have a minigun that is also attached like a motorcycle engine, <laughs> like the the Mach- yeah. disc. Like, you're, yeah. you're foraging and putting these weapons together that make these really outlandish things. And so I really like that it feels like it's keeping its outlandishness but yeah. it's not going over the top with it.
1: Oh really? And giving really? you a,
0: a real story I think.
1: It's not going over the top with it? Well joke? it goes over the top in, in There's ways There's a pet that you alligator think. with a gold tooth and a shirt on.
0: Okay well alligators deserve <laughs> to be comfortable too but like it, it 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 gets outlandish in the way Far Cry does yeah. but not like fair. completely stupid. Like that is dumb. Yeah, yeah. But, like, that's yeah. expected in Far Cry. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah,
1: and protect that dog with the wheelchair at all yeah. costs. Chorizo? Yeah.
0: That the white guy, Frank, thought that would be a great name, the name of a Spanish dog? Yeah, again. Um I don't have any problem with the name, by the way. I think it's cute <laughs> and adorable. I just want to poke yeah. fun at it. Um, and also, yeah, uh-huh. I'll fucking protect that with my life. Like, if anything happens yeah. to a little baby Chorizo, I will make John Wick look like the fucking Teletubbies. I will murder him whoever in the most gruesome of ways that little yes. dog He's cute i love him that said there was some criticism of this game because ubisoft said in the beginning this game was not political and it's like well how are you gonna have a game that's about pretty much cuba and like american imperialism let's be real mm-hmm. and that not be political and so now just the other day um the narrative uh director navid Kavari, I hope I pronounced your name right. um, Took took to a blog post to talk about Far Cry Six in a in a broader scope. So,
1: take it away, Kai. Naveed wrote, Our story is political. A story about a modern revolution must be. There are hard, relevant discussions in Far Cry 6 about the conditions that lead to the rise of fascism in a nation, the costs of imperialism, forced labor, the need for free and fair elections, LGBTQ rights, and more within the context of Yara, a fictional island in the Caribbean. My goal was to empower our team to be fearless in the story we were telling, and we were worked and we worked incredibly hard to do this over the last five years. We also tried to be very careful about how we approached our inspirations, which include Cuba, but also other countries around the world that have experienced political revolutions in their histories. The conversations and research done on the perspectives of those who fought revolutions in the late 1950s, early 1960s, and beyond, are absolutely reflected in our story and characters. But if anyone is seeking a simplified, binary political statement specifically on the current political climate in Cuba, they won't find it. I am from a family that has that has endured, uh, endured the consequences of revolution. I have debated revolution over the dinner table my entire life. I can only speak for myself, but it is a complex subject that should never be boiled down to one quote. What players will find is a story that's point-of-view attempts to capture the political complexity of a modern, present-day revolution within a fictional context. We have attempted to tell a story with action, adventure, and heart, but that also isn't afraid to ask hard questions. Far Cry is a brand that, in its DNA, seeks to have mature, complex themes balanced with levity and humor. One doesn't exist without the other, and we have attempted to achieve this balance with care. My only hope is that we are willing to let the story speak for itself first before forming hard opinions on its political reflections. Thank you for reading. Navid Kavari, Narrative Director, Far Cry 6.
0: I told you before this, I was annoyed that we were talking about this on the show. Because I feel like, this is what I feel. First off, I love what David said here, or Navid said here. Binary political statements specifically on the current political climate in Cuba, you won't find it. Should never be boiled down to one quote, which oftentimes is the case when you're tackling these subjects. We get one quote out there, and that's it. That's everybody sees. That's the headline. That's it. That's all of it. Let me make this clear right here, right now. Any good story is political. Not every story is political, but every every story that has that political sphere... Uh, is, is good. Like when I take a look at like a Bioshock and most do, but when I take a look at a Bioshock, nobody talks about how political that game is. And we always praise it, but it's like literally the most political game that's ever come out in video games, it's literally dissecting American exceptionalism. It's literally dissecting Ayn Rand. Like it's doing all these, making these really bold statements. But we see a big daddy in a drover hand and we all lose our minds, right? <laughs> we forget about it. But like every time Far Cry comes out, we have this like, oh, they're not brave enough to take this stance. It's like, no, let them just tell their story. Like with Far Cry 5, I get it. There was a lot of things that they skated by. It was just like, if you're going to make this political, just own it. And if you're not, just have fun with it. And I feel like that game never did. I get that. That's a valid criticism. But for to have this statement out here, it just kind of annoys me. Because it's like, dude, this is a Far Cry game. It's a. It's kind of like equivalent to like John Cena, right? <laughs> Apologizing for saying that Taiwan's a country when it is. It's like, why is John Cena going out there saying that? You don't need it. It's, it's Fast and the Furious. It's about cars going zoom, zoom, vroom, vroom. That's it. <laughs> That's all this is about. So I just... It annoys me that it exists. And someone who is Hispanic, who understands fascist rule from Franco for in Spain. And our our family has been affected by that greatly. Have, you know, it, I won't get into it too much. But like... I understand what, you know, Naveed says when it's like, we've had this conversation at the dinner table. We've had conversations like this at our dinner, dinner table. So like, understand what this game is. You're going to talk about and give a broad strokes of what Yara or AKA Cuba or whatever they're trying to go for is. And at the same exact time, understand that there's an alligator for a pet with a gold tooth and a, and a jersey on. So please, let's just back away from like, this thing needs to be... Citizen Kane. That's all I'm saying. That's my rant. That's the bad bit rant of the night, Kyle.
1: And it's a good rant, and I'm not going to add too much to it, but I I think the one thing that you bolded of should never be boiled down to one quote I really really love, because that is something I'm tired of seeing people who review games, or preview games, or play games and talk about it on social media or whatnot, take one line from a game and it boils down everyone's opinion based on that one line. Mm-hmm. Case in point, Days Gone. Yeah. That line about the, the marriage in the church. Like, yeah. uh, ride me like a, you like do your motorcycle your or, 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 or something? whatever, yeah. something like that. Yeah. In context, I understand what that meant, and it made sense for those two characters. Yeah. But when you pull that one quote out of the game, it sounds really stupid exactly. and really bad. But like it made sense if you played it and everyone took that and ran with it. So I'm not a big fan of people taking a quote out of a thing and blowing up and being like, "See, look at how bad this is." Yeah. You you just just play the game <laughs> for yourself. It. Just play it. Just yeah. play it. Like I don't don't put your opinions out there if you haven't experienced it. If Absolutely. you experienced it and you've got to that scene or you you you're playing Far Cry 6 and you still have some issues with what they're doing, As far as, like, the politics of the game, then you can voice it. That's totally fair. But don't go in expecting, like, a history textbook of, like, real-life situations. This this is a a gate, like you said, an alligator with a gold tooth. There's a dog named Chorizo in a wheelchair that's going to be your buddy, probably, within the whole game. There's a jetpack. Like, come on. Come on.
0: Let's not... Again, like, this is not Lincoln. Like, we're this is not high art. This is just, no. this is a video like again, a video game. So take it as is. And I really hate when when quotes like this are put point out because it's like yeah no, every, everything when you really think about all great stories have political slants in them yeah. one way or the other, um, and you're only offended if it's against your political view, or like taking one quote out and going oh they're not taking it seriously blah blah blah. Like I hate both sides of this argument. It's just it's it's tiresome. But I feel like it needs to be said because I feel like nobody else is saying this. Yeah. So. There you go. Look at me, being a rebel. (laughs) (laughs) About the game with the alligator pet. (sighs) All right, Kyle. All this news this week has been great, but I got a question for you. Mm
1: -hmm. Are you holding on to something? Yes.
0: Prepare the drop. Here are the latest steals and deals dropping into the Trophy Room Store. It's Pride Month, which means... We have a whole bunch of pride merch. And like I stated previously, every single sale, 100% of profits goes to the Trevor Project. And I want to give you their mission statement so you know what the Trevor Project is. So if you even want to go donate more, you could go to the Trevor Project uh, org i believe again link down below
1: i'll double check for you
0: yeah thank you the trevor project is the leading national organization providing crisis intervention and suicide prevention services to lesbian gay bisexual transgender queer and questioning lgbtq young people under the age of 25 i picked this because i remember me as a kid seeing folks come out of the closet getting ostracized for it being you know completely just avoided or like thrown into the girl's clique because they are just happened to be gay. And it was always some really hurtful stuff of what we used to use. And I know they say it's gotten better, but I also understand that not everyone's life is one-to-one and, you know, I've talked to some people who are like teachers and they say, yeah, the kids are good about it, but the parents aren't. And so there needs to be people in these kids' lives that are going to hear them out when they have that internal crisis, whether it's on the daily or whether it is you know, once a week or whatever the case may be, whether they're on the razor's edge, they need help. This, this, this organization helps give them that service that they most desperately need. So, again, the yeah. Trevor Project, go out there, support them. Whether you buy a shirt from us and the proceeds go to that, or you want to throw them a 25-buck you know, mm-hmm. donation, whatever it, and it is.
1: And it is org. There
0: you go. Link in the description. So, yeah. It's just something we wanted to do because we feel like we've gotten some awesome opportunities, and we want mm-hmm. to give back the best way possible. So... There you go. Rep the trophy room while, you know, doing some good is the best type of feeling in the world, if you ask me.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And in addition, some of those designs are, we have the the traditional uh, pride shirt with Mm -hmm. the rainbow colors. Mm -hmm. We have uh, bi pride with the bisexual flag Mm -hmm. on a trophy. We also have a trans flag. Mm -hmm. Um, In addition, I know, Joe, we have a couple more that are being worked on and should be up at some point this month. Um, Trying to cater as much of the rainbow as possible for everyone to get a chance to rep um, what they are and be proud of who they are. And know that there's a place that welcomes them. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I worked on this since the beginning of April, late March. Mm -hmm. Um, I really wanted to do something... Because, again, I have so many friends that are part of that Rainbow Coalition. And I wanted yeah. to help them as, as much as I could. That mm-hmm. said, Kyle, doing some good. Feels great. But you know what feels maybe even slightly better? What? Tapping into the Sony Pony Express. yee Yes, sir! And you thought we used all the questions for this week's show in the first segment uh-huh. of the show? No, 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 no. We have one Question in particular, this comes from uh, Josh Dykins, who writes via Twitter, at Room. you can too, please, 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 follow us there. What do you think we will actually see the GTA 5 expanded and enhanced drops on the PS5 in November? I was thinking, uh, I was thinking, the use of the DualSense question mark, new areas of the map for single player, possibly even some new story threads for Michael Trevor and Franklin. Curious to hear your thoughts. Honestly, when I think about the GTA V, like PS5 port, I definitely think you're going to see haptics being used. I think any any partnership that is tied to playstation i feel like there has to be a clause of like you have to use the dual sense functionality somewhere um so like i i think like the cool thing with the dual shock when you were playing gta was when you were being chased by the cops the light lights up like red and blue so i'd love to have that on the line of the controller that would Mm -hmm. be really dope um also maybe driving and accelerating use the adaptive triggers as well but in like a like when you feel the bumps along the trigger, maybe the trigger bumps a little bit. I don't know. Maybe that would Ooh. suck. Now that I'm saying it, but like even yeah. like driving a jet, I want propulsion feeling because no, 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 there's no better feeling than an AstroBot when you're using the jetpack and the the controller's just feeling like it's floating in the air. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, what would what would some cool features be? Because I don't think you are getting like a new map or any single player stuff.
1: No, I would be shocked if that's the point. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of GTA honestly is loading.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a lot of load times in GTA, <laughs> so, so I'm yeah. very excited to see how fast it loads on on PS5. Um, this might not be everyone's uh, you know favorite thing about the Dual controller, mm-hmm. but I really want them to take advantage of the speaker in the controller. Like mm. whether or not the radio comes out of the controller as you're driving oh, around, or yes, okay, having the civilians you pass by their voices come out of the controller, mm. uh, or or something along those like like the ca- like like the phone ringing, yeah. yeah yeah something like a like a phone call yeah like coming through there. Um, yeah. I think that'd be really really cool.
0: Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah, I would like that as well. It has to be something a little substantial because i remember the jump from ps3 to ps4 it was the first person mode
1: first person yeah that so. was revolutionary that was weird <laughs> that was weird and nobody Loved used so it so weird yeah you,
0: you don't go into a multiplayer setting uh, here's a little insight for you who aren't mlg pros like me if if it's a third person versus first person aspect ratio third person's always going to win over it's yeah. just simple fact so like nobody mm-hmm. would actually use that um it's just for those car sequences everybody's talking about, you know. Yeah, because <laughs> it's hilarious. So yeah, Dude, are are you gonna are you gonna be a schmuck and buy this day one or now You get.
1: I'm leaning <sighs> on now. I'm good. I I think I've I've experienced GTA five. I I don't yeah. know. I don't know if I want to get too into it. Yeah. Again, for the third time. Fair enough. Because I beat it on PS3. I put like maybe 20 hours on PS4. Like I don't want to put any more into it. Yeah. Honestly, if you just give us
0: GTA 6 and you keep the online and you just add, like, another map, kind of like how, like, not Fortnite, uh, PUBG has it, we have different maps you could jump into, like, you know, the next one's in Vice City, so there's a Vice City map, whatever, like, do that, that'd be cool. Also, it's been a hot minute uh, since I played GTA, and I don't know if this is a thing, but, dude, if you had weather in the game, like, you know, rain, snow, anything like that, that would be really cool as well.
1: That'd be yeah, oh, yeah, pretty bonkers. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Kyle. It's time for what you've been playing. You've been playing a game, and
1: it's a little indie hit called
0: MLB The Show
1: 2021, yeah. I think. AAA blockbuster narrative yeah. driven game here on Sony. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's I'm just baseball happy mm-hmm. um, that the season's going on in real life, and I just I keep seeing YouTube videos of people pulling like diamond players from packs or whatnot. So I I put it back in the other day, um, and I really got really in deep on Diamond Dynasty, which is their online like ultimate team kind of mode where you buy packs and you you the cards you get are the players you can use on your team. And I've never ever ever touch that in any other version of the show really ever Mm. um and what this year's does so well it rewards you no matter what you do in the game with experience points and you're always getting packs you're always getting stubs that you can use on players and i'm i'm in deep joe (laughs) i'm i'm as far as like there's a thing where you can collect uh the team's roster, and by doing so, you unlock like a legend for that team. And there's like ultimate players that you can get if you can unlock everybody. I have everyone collected except for all the expensive players: Damn. Mike Trout, Jacob Degrom, Ronald Acuna. Sure, I'll re- yeah, Peter, I know those names. Cole, like all Fernando Tatis, the cover athlete. Oh like, man, I, how could I forget? <laughs> I only need those, but they're like. A couple hundred thousands of subs each, mm. and like in real world dollars, that's like two hundred, three hundred dollars of subs. So there's, I, I'm so close to to doing all that and, and and unlocking something that I've never thought I'd be able to do. Um, online is pretty fun. Again, rewarded at every single point. The only issue I have, Sony San Diego. Uh And I'm gonna be real. Okay. Be real, real, son. You need to implement a report feature. I want to report some of these players because, Joe. The language. The amount of racism that I am seeing in MLB The Show from other players that I'm playing against is outrageous and it needs to get out of my game. Like, how
0: so? Like, are they calling you like the N word or something?
1: So, I've. I debated whether or not I was going to say the team names and whatnot, but don't I don't say feel the like team I have names, to. but like they, they. Sure. No. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I won't say the really bad ones because okay. there are ones that I just see with the n-word in it. Oh, okay. But instead of how about this? If there's uh, any the Spanish ones, numbers, I'll
0: allow it. If there's something about <laughs> Spanish people, as no, no, a Spanish, no. no. But the, the
1: the one that caught my eye is I was playing this Diamond Dynasty game in a ranked season, and I was like, oh, he's from New York. Cool. What what's the Hold on. The logo is a smiley face with oh, the, no. uh, I don't like using this word, and slasica? I'm not going to say it, but it starts with a P. No, it starts with a P. It's a female body part, the slang for a female oh, body part. okay. And okay. that's not the worst of it, okay? That's the logo. Right. It's like, oh, okay, that's, that's really bad. But then... Uh, wh- Wait, after the logo, day- they made... The, the logo is a smiley face. Okay. With that word above the smiley oh, face.
0: Oh, I was gonna say if they made that, I'm like, you know no, what? No, that's some I'm artistry. Sure
1: I'm sure there's some tools that right. that could be accomplished. Okay. But it after in between innings, they'll show you the box score and the team name is New York White Supremacy. And Whoa. then And then it clicks, and I look at the abbreviated name, which usually is like the oh, state no. or your team name, and it's the N word. Abbreviated with the number one uh, substituting for the letter. And I instantly threw up in my mouth. I yeah. was so angry and upset. I I played that game like I would play in a real sport where I was like, Alright, I'm going to kick your ass now. Did, he, did you kick you. his ass? I didn't, but Fuck. I was so <laughs> fucking angry. He cheese he cheesed it out. He he was real bad. But then afterwards <laughs> He had another logo afterwards, which is a gorilla. Whoa! This dude is like, he went all in on it. And there were two other team names that have the N-word in their, their team titles. Like, Sony San Diego Studios. Allow me to report players in game when i come across this or we come yeah. across this like it's on xbox's side it's on PlayStation side i have the pictures of the psn ids i have everything i tweeted at P- uh, playstation support i'm like hey how can i do this you're like oh please report us in the message where there was bad language it's not in a message it's literally the name of the team wow. in the game and you would think like it's you would think that they like
0: there's just like a safeguard, you know, like like on well, YouTube, I have banned ar- words, and like but you that's just type how them they got there.
1: around it is because they use numbers instead of letters. Yeah, but like
0: even on YouTube, I'm like, yeah, like sure. you have to type it out with letters, and sometimes they get creative, so you add that word to the ban list. Like they don't even have that. Yeah. That just seems pretty basic, and that's so disgusting I, to be honest. I
1: I need to I need to really look into. I I had the actual show forum up to see if there was anything. I couldn't see anything. Off, yeah, like. Because I, I... It's so bad. It's so unneeded. I, I don't want to see that while I'm playing a game, let it. alone, like, kids who see that and think it's funny. Like, it's just, it's just the worst. Yeah. It's the absolute... It took the joy out of my my afternoon uh, <clears throat> two days ago when I ran into that stuff. I feel so. you. Yeah. It's... It
0: honestly and it's sad like call of duty may be better because i remember we've reported names yeah. i'm like call yo like activision what is this and then like that person doesn't exist anymore when i look them up and i'm like all right done and it sucks that that's not even a thing that you can do in mlb yeah, the show I'm,
1: just... I'm shocked that the, it's not a, a thing where you can report a team name or a player mm-hmm. in game like it's big oversight i feel it's like true. um but other than MLB the show, please, yeah, let's um, let end this Let's get on into happy. more happy, yeah. happier yeah. times. Um, I picked up a game called Stonefly. Okay. Uh, Stonefly is the next game from Flight School Studios. Ooh. Which you might know as the creature in the creature well. Devs. The wall, yes. Um, it is a game about. It's kind of like Fern Gully in a mm-hmm. way, where you are these people that are like live in the trees. Mm-hmm. And you pilot these bug mechs, and you, like, collect resources, and you drop pellets on bugs and try to blow them off the tree branches. It's beautiful art style. It's uh, written really beautifully. I'm only an hour in, but I'm really, really digging it. Um, nice. 20 bucks. It's a really cool indie. So if you're looking for something to play before Ratchet...
0: Oh, wow. It's on PS4. Okay.
1: Yeah highly recommend um stonefly oh, I, it's wow. fantastic
0: yeah i absolutely love the art style
1: especially if you love creature creature in the well and that studio what they did with that please pick up stonefly mm. um and then the other big one is on stream on tuesday night this week i finally finished leon's uh, story in resident evil 2 remake
0: all right where are we ranking resident evil 2 right now remake.
1: By far the best Resident <laughs> Evil. <Yes! laughs> it's not even close. Yes! And I, I know I still need to experience Claire's side so It's I can so get scary. The full, Don't even do it. <laughs> the full picture. Well, next Tuesday on twitch.tv slash 61 mm-hmm. uh 9pm Eastern, I will be jumping into Claire's story so I can get the full experience. Um, big shout out to everyone here at this community that has come out and watched me like Nagachaka and Awesome Dave. and yeah. uh, It's it's a really fun time. Getting seeing them get excited when I get scared and, and spooked. Um, but yeah, what a great game. Mr. X is terrifying. Right. That is what I want from all future Resident Evil games. Yeah, And now that I've experienced this, the, the, the lack of horror in Village is really showing up big time. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. There, there is no tense sections except for one in Village yeah. that Resident Evil 2 gave to me Pretty much, the whole game. Yeah. So RE2 remake is fantastic, but you don't need to. For me no. to tell you that, like uh, it's, I'm way late on this train. Yeah. But it's I'm, fantastic. I'm sorry,
0: I shouted in the mic so loudly because I'm happy no, for good. you, man. Because honestly, I love, I love, like it's it's a it's a masterpiece. Like that game is also, yeah. I think, pretty much is perfect. Like it's really. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really is like what is a survival horror game? To me it's like Dead Space and then it is that game right there. Though I think like, you know, seven scarier, uh Resident Evil 2 remake is master class. That's how yeah, you do it for
1: remake. sure.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm so happy you enjoyed it. For me, Kyle, I went back. I'm not letting a glitched trophy get in my way, Kyle.
1: Yes. Oh yeah, I platinum returnal too. You platinum
0: I, returnal. I platinum yeah. returnal as well because I saw you do it. I was like, you know what? Kyle did it. I have to.
1: I just have I to. Got, I got real lucky, by the way, with that. How did you? How? I, uh, so the last two biomes they needed were the ciphers in two. Mm-hmm. I had a couple in there and I had a uh, couple in the last biome, the yeah. underwater one. Um, the last two I needed were the ones that spawned in the rare room on each biome. Mm. I got them back to back. Nice. So I nice. was extremely happy because I was getting to that point where I was done for the day because right. I was tired of running through the same thing. Like, I, for people who haven't gotten to that point of Returnal yet or don't understand what it's like, the end game grind is literally, at least for me. Me just running through the rooms, mainlining it till I get to the next biome, and yeah. then mainline running around looking for the blue triangles on the map, not shooting, not attacking anybody, and just running around in circles until I can idea. find those glowing red letters.
0: I should have done that um, as
1: well because I, and did, I it didn't got do that. Real tiring, very quickly. Yeah,
0: I didn't do that. I fought every uh, every so. Jeez. Oh, my 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 last cyphers I needed was the last level, which is the hardest one. So I knew I needed health. So I'd clear. A little bit to get enough to to get like more health out of out of those containers. So I'd like I'd have fi- at least sure. fifty or sixty percent plus health, and then I'd go scavenge around that zone because those enemies late game will mess oh, yeah. you up. I yeah. got the I got the rarest room off the bat, and then I got nice. the second rarest room after like a three hour grind. So what happened was when I played Returnal the first time, the trophy glitched. I did everything I could, and the trophy didn't pop, and I was boned out of a platinum. It was heartbreaking. It happened again. I got mm. all the ciphers, and then someone on Twitter goes, "Joe, with the latest patch, all you have to do: close the game, restart your PlayStation Five, and the trophy will pop when you wake up." Oh, next. The nice. trophy popped when I woke up.
1: Oh, thank God! So <laughs> I was obviously
0: Kyle. Like I was angry texting you. Uh, at yeah, one point, are. and I was just like, "This game is right about to be off my game of the year list because they just boned me that bad, you know." Um, but nonetheless, I got the platinum, bugs and all. I absolutely adore this game. This is right now currently my game of the year. Now that I got all mm-hmm. the trophies for it, and uh, at the same exact time, I'm playing more Knockout City. I'm in this lull, Kyle. Oh yeah, where I. I don't know what to play because Ratchet is so close, Mm -hmm. and that's where I'm stuck right now. That's
1: part of the reason why I haven't put more time into Mass Effect is because partly that's on me because I want Ratchet to be my 100th Platinum, so I don't want to get too far into Mass Effect and then have to stop and then Platinum Ratchet, and then I can be free to Platinum everything else. Um, But yeah, I'm with you. I just just want Ratchet to be here at this point.
0: Absolutely. And by yeah.
1: next week, but not next week's show. No. No. Well, by next week's,
0: week's show. show, we should know. One would think the reviews of Ratchet we talk about. Oh, it, for sure.
1: For Friday,
0: sure. Ratchet. Next Friday, Ratchet comes out. Cannot and wait. the dual senses. Yeah. Ooh. Well, for you, not for me still late for me it sucks
1: uh, I'm sorry Amazon.
0: damn it but yeah I, I can't wait we're gonna be doing a stream there as well also for charity um, and all that so very excited very excited uh for Ratchet and yeah that's been it that's been the Trophy Room a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players before we head on out Kyle is there anything you want to spotlight before you go
1: Absolutely. I'll spotlight myself, Mr. K. Step, on Twitter and on PSN. If you want to check out the latest in indie games, hit up 61indie.com for written write-ups as well as uh, Dollar Slice Podcast and uh, what's the other one? 6-1 one Indie Cast, <laughs> <laughs> which is our games-focused one. Dollar Slice is just our pizza shop chill-out uh, talking one. Um, those are on every podcast service, but you can uh, follow us over at 6-1 Indie on Twitter, on Twitch on YouTube, on Instagram, all the things, 6-1-Indie. That's spelled out 6-1-Indie. Six, S-I-X-O-N-E. I had to think for a second there. <laughs> I-N-D-I-E. Uh, yeah, that's it.
0: And before we go up, I'm pleading here. First, again, last chance. Rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Get a chance to win Ratchet & Clank. Make sure you have your Twitter at in the review. Um, and... Go out there. Buy our Pride merch. Goes to a great cause. And third, I'm speaking directly to Twitter. Twitter. I'm dyslexic. Sometimes I forget words. Sometimes I add words. Sometimes I miss a letter. Sometimes I add a letter. Give me an edit functionality. Because I made one of my best tweets. It was supposed to be me, and this is what the quote tweet should have read, me turning on my base PS4 to play God of War Ragnarok. And it is a GIF of Miles Dyson from Terminator 2 when he dies, when he has to self destruct the building. And it's him heavy breathing, like, (laughs) and then he presses the button and the building explodes. It's that GIF, and it is absolutely perfect. But instead, it says, Me turning my base PlayStation 4 to play God of
1: War Ragnarok.
0: Embarrassed. I've been there, Joe.
1: I've been there before, man.
0: It's been a bad week, and bad people keep mentioning to me calling me a big dummy in DMs, so please Twitter. I'm being bullied and harassed, <laughs> okay? I need help here. All right, my friend Kev's a big giant jerk. With that said, you can follow me at Mister Badbit, where I misspell tweets constantly. You can follow PSTrophy Room on Twitter to get the latest updates of this show. And because the PlayStation E3 event, or, well, Summer Game Fest event, is... Could happen tomorrow, could happen the next day, and a few weeks from now, who knows? There's probably going to be a bonus episode of the show when we cover and give our reactions to that state of play. So make sure you're following P.S. Trophy Room, because sometimes we may need to delay it a day, sometimes we give you an extra episode, so be on the lookout, P.S. Trophy Room on Twitter. And, as always, everybody, love you. keep hunting, and keep playing. Oh, sorry. Keep your words about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. Almost screwed it up. Bye bye. Bye. Love you.